personal statement feedback, university offers, and some extraordinary inspiration. My name is Jonathan Tinnaker, and this is Betting on Your Choices. This week, we look at how to get the best possible feedback on your UCAS personal statement. We look at how universities might make very different admissions offers from those stated on their website, and we get some inspiration from the incredible Malala Yousafzai. So, let's start with how to get feedback on your personal statement. You've had a go at writing your personal statement. The school deadline is looming, and you have no idea whether what you've written is any good. This is where you need to start looking for some specific help and support. The great news is that there are almost certainly people around to help you. However, getting feedback is not simple. Knowing who to ask and when is not simple, and knowing whose input to take on board is even harder. But never fear, I have a few ideas about how to maximise and make the very most of the feedback you can receive by getting the feedback in a planned manner. So what are the basics? Well, firstly, I'd suggest you get feedback from no more than three or possibly four different people. Why? Because any more than that and you will get so much conflicting feedback and will be pulled in so many different directions that you won't know who to listen to and what to change. Secondly, don't ask for feedback from anyone at any point unless you have checked the spelling and grammar in the statement and are confident they are perfect. Otherwise, the danger is that your trusted supporter will simply correct the spelling and grammar and you will have missed the opportunity for proper feedback about the content. Thirdly, think carefully about the order that you seek feedback in so that you get the final set of feedback from the most expert person you know. So, in a bit more detail, this is what I would do if I was looking for feedback and support on my personal statement. So, the first question I'm going to look at is who to get feedback from and in what order. So once I have what I think is a strong first draft with spelling and grammar checked, I find a trusted friend or family member and ask them for their comments. They should be able to help with readability and iron out any sections that don't make obvious sense. They may suggest you have too much in one section and not enough in another. They may also point out things that they know about you that you have missed and suggest better examples that will be more relevant. Take their suggestions, consider them carefully, but make up your own mind about what is most important. Then redraft, check your grammar and spelling again. Next, I would show it to a subject teacher at school, someone who is an expert in the subject you are applying to. They can comment on the academic aspects and check whether you've demonstrated your understanding, motivation and knowledge of the course effectively. You may be allocated a teacher for this purpose and they are likely to have helped students with this before. I cannot stress how important this particular feedback is for those of you who are applying to high-demand academic courses at the most competitive universities. Lean on these teachers to help you make sure that your discussion of the subject you are applying for is at a suitable level of academic sophistication for a university application and that you have communicated your ideas concisely and accurately. Once you have their feedback, draft the statement again and once more check the grammar and spelling. Finally, at a school or college you will almost certainly have access to a university counsellor, a careers advisor or perhaps a head or deputy head of sixth who will help. They will have supported countless students in perfecting their statements and while they won't necessarily understand everything you've written about the subjects and courses, they will have a very good idea about how to get the right balance in the statement, what to say more about and what to say less about. 
They will give pointers on content, style and clarity. If they are experienced, they'll be looking to make sure your statement is of a quality that is consistent with your academic achievements and your choices. Take their feedback, redraft, check and show it to them again to make sure you have addressed their feedback fully. So the next question is how to ask for feedback. Now, I once read that Steve Jobs, a founder and former CEO of Apple, used to ask just one simple question when he wanted feedback on his presentations. He wasn't interested in having people massage his ego by telling him he was great, nor did he want people to say what was bad without thinking about how it could be improved. So he asked just this, how can I make it better? Asking this simple question makes clear that you are interested in improving your statement and that you are not just looking for approval. It's a great way of encouraging people to give you positive suggestions rather than have them just tell you what is good about it and what is not so good. So just ask, how can I make my personal statement better? You should also agree how you're going to receive this feedback. If they are giving you verbal feedback, take notes there and then. And if you don't understand the feedback, ask them to clarify. If the feedback is written and something is not clear, then go back to them and ask for clarification. Also, don't expect three or four rounds of feedback from your teacher or your counsellor. In most cases, you should expect one round of feedback, then you make the relevant changes and they look at it once more to check that you've made the right improvements. You may get one more round if the statement is particularly far off the mark to start with and you effectively need to rewrite it. And please, once you've had the sign-off and approval from your counsellor, don't show it to your friends and family and change it all over again, unless you genuinely think your friends and family have greater experience, knowledge and expertise than the counsellor. The third question is what to do with the feedback. How much to take it on board? Well, there is nothing more demotivating to a teacher or advisor than having their feedback ignored. Then again, this is your personal statement and the final decision is yours on what goes in and what doesn't. So, take every bit of feedback and consider it carefully. Action the feedback and make changes where you agree. Where you don't agree and decide not to make the changes, write down your reasons and let the person know. Otherwise, when they see your next draft, they'll just think you didn't listen and they won't bother with any further feedback. Finally, once you have all the feedback, have made the final round of changes, I suggest you do one final spelling and grammar check and then upload it straight to UCAS. Give yourself an enormous pat on the back and go do something you enjoy. You've just completed something really significant in your educational and professional journey and you deserve a reward. What next? Well, if you are interested in more help and support with your UCAS personal statement, why not download my guide? It's available on Amazon, Apple Books. Simply search for How to Write Your UCAS Personal Statement by Jonathan Tinnaker. So we move on to this week's Did You Know? Well, did you know university offers will not necessarily be exactly as they say on their website? Sometimes they will make a lower offer, recognising that other aspects of your application are strong. Sometimes universities will make a higher offer to stretch you and challenge you to meet your own predicted grades. And sometimes they might even make an unconditional offer if your application is particularly strong. Sometimes a university will make an alternative offer. This will normally be where your application was not quite strong enough for the course that you applied for, but where they have a similar course that you might want to consider. You are under no obligation to consider it, 
but it's generally worth a look if it is your preferred university. And finally, this week's quote comes from Malala Yousafzai, an education activist and Nobel Peace Prize winner. They cannot stop me, she says. I will get my education if it is in the home, school or any place. You know, sometimes we really don't want to go to school. I, I get it. But how would you react if you were told you couldn't go to school because you were not allowed to be educated? Because that's what's happened to the extraordinary Malala Yousafzai. She spoke out and despite being shot for her beliefs when she was just 15, she continues to speak out. They did not stop her from getting her education. Find out more about her incredible story on Netflix on a show called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman. I promise you won't regret it. Coming up next week, falling in love with learning. Thanks for listening. See you next time.